Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scouts. My name is Joe and joining me to look at the key team developments and manager quotes ahead of game week 13 is Neil. Neil, welcome. How are you? Not so bad, Joe. Thank you. How are you? Yes, good. Um, yes, it's good to be back in the team news hot seat yeah. as well. Um, well, as is, I don't know, perhaps he's at another wedding. He always seems to be at weddings on Fridays, but um, people, you know, going to run out of marriages work shy work shy <laughs> or work shy indeed um just before we move on to the team news just want to welcome all of those wonderful people that have joined us in the live chat that includes thomas gary eric colm um um gary just a dad posting stuff that's his full name uh rather uh, bongo bongo and fpl prem tipster it's not uh, team news without bongo bongo in the live chat thanks so much for joining us um lots of you hundreds of you um just 43 likes so far so if you do like us do press like and if you don't like us just press it anyway because it's something fabulous and algorithmy that's way beyond myself and neil um, that will help us. Um, so let's move on with the team news. That's why you're here. And we're going to start with Chelsea. Um, ben Chilwell limped off midweek. A lot of reports have feared the worst. What is the latest about Chilwell and the rest of the Chelsea troops ahead of Manchester United's visit to Stamford Bridge? Yes, Chelsea. Yeah, maybe not quite as bad as what we were fearing. Um, the media consensus seemed to be that he was going to be out for, for six to nine months or something around that time frame with ACL damage. It is his ACL, but um, Tuchel was saying that it's just a partial injury. So what the plan is now is to um, leave it six weeks. So he'll definitely be out for six weeks. So that'll take him to around about mid-January in terms of um, comeback date. And then assess where he is at that point. So it'll either be he's all right, he's fit to come back, or he's going to need surgery, and that probably will end his season yeah you can't start planning for, our, for life without him of course because um six weeks especially at this time of year is going to see what that's like 10 10 week game weeks or something yeah. like that so a long long time um but yeah we'll see whether he's whether he's uh, able to come back in january okay. as for the rest um Kovacic is still out mm. can't it sounds like he's, he's going to be out as well uh, not 100 percent ruled out but i think uh, Tuchel said it was probably going to need a miracle for him to recover for this. It's just days, uh, a maximum of one week, but um, this one will probably come too soon. I think that's it in terms of flag players. There was nothing on Havertz, um, who uh, he's got a 75% flag on him. Okay, That was precautionary, I think, the omission in midweek. Um, Lukaku was mentioned, yes. who isn't flagged, 
but who uh, hasn't actually played a minute since he came back mm-hmm. from injury. He was on the bench in the Champions League, which is enough to warrant a flag removal in FPL, Ooh. but not quite ready to start yet. Uh, his manager was saying that today in the press conference that um, the player himself, if you asked him, would say he's, he's ready, but there's a long, there's a big difference between ready to train and ready to start games, especially in the Premier League. So not quite ready for Lukaku okay. to start this one. I mean, I would imagine most Lukaku owners are no longer Lukaku owners. They, they've moved on yeah. to say for Kane or, or, or Ronaldo or they've moved, they've moved down, they've moved funds elsewhere. Um, but it sounds like with Chilwell, I'm a Chilwell owner. Um, I'm no longer a Chilwell owner because six <laughs> weeks, as you said, that's 10 weeks. It's a sell. Um, yeah. And it doesn't look too promising um, for the rest of the season. But yeah, it's a sell, reassess. Um, in a few yeah. weeks' time there, if you don't have um, Cancelo, Alexander-Arnold or Rhys James, I would imagine they would be the absolute top priorities to go in. Rhys James is fine, just before we move on. Yeah, well, no, no word to suggest right. otherwise. The only thing you would say is that he's played consecutive 90-minute rounds okay. and they've got three games in a week coming up. Okay. Rightio, yeah. yes. Um, okay. Um, not that I've just brought him in. Um, okay. Um, let's move on. Let's just rattle through um, the rest of the fixtures there. So um, let's start with Arsenal against Newcastle. That is the Sunday kickoff um, at Arsenal. Um, I like this quote from Arteta because it's just it's nothing, <laughs> no news. He says Arteta. So is that? I mean, is, is that right? <laughs> there is no news from Arsenal. Well, yeah. I mean, this this was yesterday, and it was yesterday morning. So we will have had two days of training before Arsenal take to the field against Newcastle. But as at the time of writing, if we're taking his word for it, no injury news apart from the fact that Jacker and, and Kolasinac are out there were long-term ones anyway. So everyone else is fine. Righty-o. Um, and um, yeah, Newcastle. You're... Pretty good, actually. Pretty, yeah. pretty similar. Dummett is the only one out. Again, he's a long-term one. Gale's going to be assessed for a hamstring tweak, but mm-hmm. he is a backup strike out of best anyway. So all the big guns, if you can call them that from Newcastle, are uh, fit and firing by the sounds of it. I just want to help out Tobo Pat in the chat. He says, are they muted? Um, everyone is telling us we're not muted, um, but it sounds like you've muted us. So can you stop muting us? <laughs> Thank you very much. And um, yeah, we can carry on. Um, now I've got a bit. Of, well, it's a bit. Every time it's weird when I see a picture of Stephen Gerrard, it's just so intrinsically Liverpool to me. But yeah. um, nevertheless, he is in a tweet because he is the Villa manager now. So Stephen Gerrard, Villa. What has he been saying ahead of their visits to Palace? Yeah, this was this morning. Uh, injury news wise, um, we know that a trial is out. It's going to be a few weeks still. Uh, Trezeguet is back in training, but another week for him and then after even after that it's under 23 duty everyone else is fine so Douglas Louise is back in the squad many people's ah. sort of budget bench fodder option of choice great um, and was there another one who got the all clear um, Morgan Sanson but he'd already been back on the bench last week so mm-hmm. yeah just those two okay. aforementioned players um, and uh, yeah I guess the question is whether he sticks with Ings up top or plays Watkins through the middle because Ings was, was mm. one of the few who disappointed last weekend Okay, and um, for Palace as well. Um, now I have I've personally got two free transfers. I've got a certain player that we'll mention a bit later who's injured in my team. Um, I've I've just gone in for Gallagher. Is he tell me he's okay? Well, he seems to be good. And um, Vieira says in his press conference at lunchtime that the only absentee is MacArthur, who was was of course not available last weekend. Uh, Ferguson, the fabled Nathan. 
Ferguson, this mystical, mystical creature who we mm. haven't seen in action for <laughs> best part of two seasons. Wow. He's back in training, but um, obviously there's a long way to go between back in training and playing okay. competitive minutes. But uh, otherwise, um, looking otherwise, good, fine. There, um, otherwise looking good. It reminds me of um, Shane Ferguson, the another mythical Ferguson yes. for Newcastle, yeah. who, was, who was a 4.0 midfielder. He was, yeah. The only one I can ever remember in about 12 years of playing. Um, so, um, yeah, well done, Ferguson's, <laughs> for not being <laughs> a myth. Um, let's move on to Liverpool. Now, quite a few um, Jota owners or people coveting Jota at the moment. Uh, what has Klopp been saying ahead of Southampton's visit? Yeah, nothing specific in terms of names on the team news front, uh, but he did say that everyone who was involved at Porto, against Porto on uh, Wednesday, was it? Mm. Would be involved this weekend. So okay. that includes Jota. He was ah. he was on the bench. He didn't play. Mm-hmm. He picked up a knock to his knee last weekend, as, as we saw. He still carried on, I think, for 10, 15 minutes after that. But it appeared to go straight down the tunnel. Mm. And um, that was mentioned after the after the game in Klopp's presser. But he's he was on the bench. He's fit enough to be on the bench in midweek. No reason to suggest he won't feature this weekend. So we assume that means that the the usual group are still out, and that's Firmino, uh, Gomez, mm-hmm. Jones, and somebody else. Okay. I can't remember. <laughs> Firmino is a big one, of course, from okay, a Jota yeah. perspective, because yeah. uh, we need him to be out for Jota to okay. maximise his chances of game time. And a rest in midweek, it's actually turned out to be pretty good because that will surely. Mm heighten his chances of a start uh, this weekend. Okay, yep. Yeah. So, uh, Robertson as well. Um, yes. Should be should be fit, because there, there's, there may yeah. be a few Robertson owners out there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Robertson was one of the few. Um, Milner as well came back in midweek. Origi. So, they got a few names back um, on Wednesday. Robertson was asked, he was asked about Robertson in his mm. press conference club about uh, Simicass's form, but pretty much nailed his cover to the mast and said that Robertson was his was his first choice that you can't undo all those years of good work with a couple of bad displays, which I think is fair to say he has had, or certainly mm. under par okay. for him this season. But he's um he's he's fit. He came off the bench okay. for, to get a few minutes and um I expect them back in the team this weekend. Good good to hear. Um that that will be useful for when uh a, a few weeks down the line, African Nations Cup Liverpool will be slightly depleted. There will be some Liverpool places in our teams up for grabs. So the double mm. Liverpool defence could become a thing yeah. um, around there. Yeah. But that's just a Obviously. bit of future gazing. Um, on with mm. the team news for game week 13. Um, Norwich against Wolves. Um, another picture of a manager that I usually associate with another team. It's Dean Smith, um, who I, I think, have I got the wrong picture? Am I've got Villa again? No, he is now obviously moved. Now the Norwich manager. So, um, yeah. Against Wolves, um, how are Norwich shaping up for that? Uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Again, another team with a, a relatively clean bill of health. Zimmerman, who was already ruled out, and Sam Byram, who's working on match fitness after mm-hmm. I think, two years out. They're the only ones who are unavailable. Dowell's back in training, and Kabak's fine. He just okay. wasn't included last weekend because of um, uh, tactical reasons. Okay, so that's so all. What... Yeah, I was going to say that's yeah. of interest, mainly because people might have some Wolves attacking assets yeah. in their teams. So, yeah, how, how are. Wolves shaping up. I think all all well in terms of the attacking assets, uh, the long term ones are already know, But Bolly seems to be the fresh addition to the injury list nah. this week. But he wasn't playing nah. either. He was a backup centre half, and he's got with a, a muscular problem for an indeterminate period of time. We did get an update from uh, uh, Bruno on um, Marcel, who said he's had a, a okay. good week of training. But again, last week 
uh, Bruno Lara said that um, Ryan Aitnori had uh, played himself into the mm -hmm. first team spot at left wing back, so we think he's going to continue there uh, as well. I, I think we might have missed out, by the way, and when we did Liverpool, we oh, didn't cover. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, no, no, I'll just, just quickly rehash that. Yeah, There's just, nothing to report, really. Okay, that's probably um, why I missed it out because I think it was yeah. like Jack Stevens, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, Jack Stevens is back in training after I think three months out or something like that. Mm -hmm. This weekend may come too soon. Stuart Armstrong is the only red flag amongst the group. He's got a car problem. Yeah. And Redmond and Jeanette were back in contention. They missed last week for personal reasons. Okay. Um, yeah, just, just to wrap up Wolves as well. I saw um, I was uh, one of the uh, local uh, journalists that I follow, Ben Ramsdale, who's, uh, who uh, reports on Villa and Wolves. He was saying, a quote, quote from the manager at Wolves, saying, we have one player in the academy. I won't say his name. But I think he's ready for the first team. Mm. Who do you think that could be? I don't know. Someone we don't know of, so there could be a real surprise there. I'll have to look into it. I don't know if he's if he's appeared on the bench recently because they have had a few mm. younger players sort of padding out yeah. the substitutes bench. So maybe one of those, okay. Kundal, someone like that. But um, I'd have to look into that. Okay, um, but yeah, could be could be a surprise, interesting differential. Someone may have them on their bench. They may come on. Who knows? Um, so something to be aware of. My team Brighton against Leeds. Um, but let's start with Leeds, really, because um, people are interested to know when Bamford's ever going to come back. Um, Luke Ayling um, and myself, I'm a Rafinha owner. plenty of us are out there. I think one in five managers at the moment mm -hmm. still Rafinha owners. Um, what is the latest on Leeds ahead of Brighton? Pretty good after a, a, an awful autumn, really, in terms of injuries for them. They've had to be... I mean, their bench has, has been youth products and then yeah. um, a couple of seniors as well, but looking good. Rafinha's back, which is the main news. Rodrigo's back as well. Shackland's available. Uh, Aylin is injury-free, but he's going to get uh, under-23 game time okay. first. And even Bamford is near a return. He's back on the grass. He's in the yeah. final stages of his rehab. Mm -hmm. So we should see him pretty shortly. Yeah, I mean, of course, the way Leeds play, very, very pressing, very high tempo. Um, you can't just sort of waddle back <laughs> from injury. Yeah. You've got to be absolutely tip-top. And I've, se I've seen pictures yeah. of videos of Bamford in training. He seems fine as, as a layman, but obviously as an expert... Yeah. Um, you know, uh, fitness person within within the uh, within football. Yeah, he's um, yeah a little way off. Um, so we'll have to see when he's back. Um, could be a great yeah. Asset. And in the past, I mean, even even integral players like Calvin Phillips haven't been mm. rushed back if they've had a lengthy layoff. They've been on the bench first and had to work his way back in. So you're going to expect a couple of benches, I think, for Bamford initially. Okay, and my my team Brighton. Um, I never really know who's going to play, but they have been quite settled this season. Yeah, they have. They have, and I was I was I was writing this in the TV news yesterday because um, Potter faced the media on Thursday. Mm -hmm. This is when Potter will revert to type, I think, because we've got uh, what nine game weeks in just over a month, mm. um, starting with three in a week coming up next mm -hmm. week. So uh, injury wise, Alzati and Welbeck they're the long term ones. Um, I think that's it. Mwepo's back; he's got a really good mm -hmm. chance of recovering. I think Potter even might honestly is available. It's just game time. How much you can you can do this weekend? Sanchez is free of suspension, of course. Um, Potter, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt he's going to come back in, but he was, mm. he was, you know, effusive in his praise of both of his goalkeepers, saying that he's got a good, you know, um, he's got good options with Steele there as well. But you would think Sanchez is going to no. come straight back in almost certainly. You never know because Sanchez, he himself um, suddenly emerged 
um, when Matt Ryan. But, well, that's true. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought I thought Steele did a, did an admirable job, um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a earth shattering, um, Gordon Banks style display. Yeah, it was it was competent. It was good. Um, it was. Um, do we think Neil Mapay um, will be back up front, or will it still be Trossard Force Nine? It's tricky because I've been sort of touting this for a few weeks because he's he's missed the last three in the league or been benched in the last three. Mm. Um, and Brighton are the low scorers now, joint low scorers in the last yeah. six game weeks. So they obviously need something to change. Um, they, as Gerard said last week, they had a lot of possession, but that was the possession that Villa wanted them to have. They weren't actually yeah. doing much damage. Trossard had a shot, Lampy had a chance, but other than that, there wasn't yeah. a great deal. So you would think, by logic, he will he will get a chance again this week. I've predicted it at the start. Mm. Um, yeah. Because okay. I think Trossard, Trossard of the false name worked at Liverpool because of the game. Mm. And I don't think it's quite been as effective no. since then but, when they've had possession um, yeah, quite, quite, quite a few Trossard owners out there so they're going to um, so we think he'll play but perhaps not perhaps up front in a two or yeah. or in some kind of other attacking role whichever yeah. Potter deems um, suits him that particular day um, Brentford against Everton I'll start with Everton first because there have been a number of ongoing long term injuries and also short term injuries as well um, likes of Decore, Damari Gray, etc., and of course Calvert Lewin. Mm. So, yeah, what 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 shape are Everton in um, ahead of their visit to Brentford? Well, I think they're, they're probably the worst hit team in the in the entire country. And that's that's saying something when you have got Leeds and Liverpool as as competition. So they've still got Calvert Lewin out, Mina Gomez, Davies. They're all injured, okay. suspended. They've got Richarlison and Holgate. Okay. Damari Gray was only training individually, doing very light training as of yesterday. So while it's not as serious as what we thought, it's a muscle problem. Okay. Um, the fact that he's only doing light training mm. and they run up to the game on Sunday doesn't sound overly optimistic. Um, Alan, I just discovered this this morning, there was rumours in the internet during the week that Alan had picked up a muscle problem as well. Okay. That wasn't mentioned in the broadcast section, but it's been since been confirmed by the papers. Right. Um, but he is optimistic on him recovering, uh, but he still needs treatment and wouldn't say for sure whether he will recover. One bit of good news amidst all that gloom is Decore is back. Oh. And um, the fact that it was, a, it was a metatarsal injury, so not a muscle problem. And Benitez was saying you, you can probably hurry players back a bit sooner because of that, because it's not something you could have a recurrence of, um, like, like as you would with the muscle. So. Uh, I think he may be back in the team this weekend, especially so, given the dearth of alternatives. So it sounds like if 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 anyone's got Brentford's defenders mm-hmm. and indeed attackers, play yep. him, play him on this one because I, I it doesn't sound like Everton have too much of a defence and and I can't, don't think they have too much of attack. I, I can't see a goal outside of a Townsend eighty million yards yeah. swimmer. <laughs> yeah, when it's I mean Rondon was awful in the, in the games he played earlier in the season. So it's either him or, or Chen Tosin, who hasn't played since April. So it's not someone who's in prolific form up top. And then if Gray is missing as well, then that's another another um, blow to them. Okay. Um, Tony and Bomo, um, Rico Henry. I've got Fernandez um, in my team as the uh, Brentford goalkeeper. Um, so, yeah, there's quite a few of us Brentford owners. How, how are Brentford for this? Um, they could put them to the sword. They could, and I'm definitely, I'm definitely keeping Tony for this and yeah. playing him. Um, they're looking pretty decent in terms of injuries. Um, uh, a couple of long-term ones like David Rea, but uh, Zanker's probably not going to make this. Otherwise, uh, looking good. So, um, uh, Matthias Jensen's back after COVID. Okay. 
Yuan uh, Wissers back as well from an ankle problem. He's going to be on the bench. And uh, Mad Sorensen as well, who's, who's been out for three months. He's a, a sort of versatile player, but a, an option at centre-half where they're really lacking at the moment. So he's been back in training and he's available for selection. Whether or not he goes straight to the start 11 is a different question, but they're getting, they're getting players back because I think we can pretty much agree I know it's a convenient narrative, but injuries do harm a squad mm. who are sort of not very deep. Yes. We've seen it with Sheffield United. Yes. Brilliant first choice 11, and then as soon as they start getting injuries, they haven't got much in reserve, so I think it has had an effect on Brentford. OK. Um, mm, now, Burnley against Spurs. Uh, I've got Kane in my side. Um, many people, well, a few people have. One in ten FPL managers do. Um, quite a few Son owners there, and, and a few looking at the um, Spurs defence but um, Conte has come out after their their disastrous performance midweek with a with a great quote um, on the um, when he was interviewed um, which said the level of Tottenham is not so high I think he suddenly realised that they're actually quite quite poor as a squad yeah um, yeah did you, you you obviously picked that up as well and um, what do you think it indicates <laughs> yeah well I mean at, at least it was Mostly the reserves who started last night. Mm. There was nine changes. There was only Kane and uh, I think it was Tanganga who who kept the places. Um, so, in a sense, it was good news for the first choice team who, that they flopped so badly. Mm. But Kane was poor again, aside from his goal, well taken goal. Yeah. Just looked a sort of shell of him for myself. Um, yeah, injury wise, Romero looks like he's got a serious problem. He's going to be okay. out for a, for a while. Le Celso and Scarlett are on the injury list as well, but I think it's it's less about injuries with Spurs as whether or not to um to punt on them for, for this excellent mm. group of fixtures. Or as I as I saw someone say on the on the scout board last night, when does Spurs become a good fixture because they're um mm. not pulling up any no. uh, strings at the moment and um yeah it's it's the form versus fixture question. I mean I'm thinking of bringing Keane in this weekend because I've got Ronaldo yeah. as a sort of three week punt, but. I can tell you now, from the scout pick's perspective, that we we did have Kane in originally, but then we've swapped him out for Aubameyang, mm. partly based on last night, but partly for budget reasons as well. So I, um, we're not collectively putting our faith. I think I think for game so every- yeah the, the, for game week thirteen specifically, Aubameyang yeah. would be the better option. Um, but the yes, yes, long course, term, yeah. you know, yeah. we can dream of a Kane haul. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, I've got my eye on. Um, he's re- Ronaldo's ready and waiting in a few weeks to come in for Kane yes. for me. Yeah, so yeah. Um, you know, unless he unless he shapes up, but Conte doesn't seem that impressed so far. Um, the next one is Leicester against Watford. Now, this one was the this was the one I was waiting on. This this has shaped my decisions: players to bring in, players to get rid of. Um, and yeah, there's there's some interesting news around Watford who were, who are starting to look quite sharp in attack at the moment. Yeah, they are in some weeks. Like they'll hit five one week and then a couple of duck eggs after that. You never quite know what you're going to get with them. But uh, sort of stats-wise, Josh King's the best event of all the forwards over the last is it yeah. five or four? Yes, he is. Um, posting some very good numbers. And um, uh, no word on him in terms of injuries, but there is a, a big blow in terms of a, a still pretty fairly well-owned FPL asset. I don't know how many of these are, are dead teams, but it's me I saw who came off last week with a me I've, I've owned him since the beginning <laughs> yeah I think he's in, and he, he keeps chipping away I know he's had a, a bit of a barren spell but still over the course of the season yeah. he's done very well um, he came off with a knee problem last week Ranieri initially appeared it down thinking he, he thought he was alright but uh, an update from the medical department today 
has ruled him out, and we don't know when he's going to be back either. We don't know yeah. if he's going to be short term or or longer. They're still assessing him. Okay. Uh, he is definitely out. Uh, and Cuckoo as well. The um, the centre half he's out as well. Uh, they've still got a, a whole raft of players who are on the injury list. Cabis Sally. Okay. Just back in training. Ken Semmer. Um, Peter Etebu is still out. Uh, Sierra Alta is still out as well. So they've got a lot of players out. Um, uh, Jarry uh, Kutch is back as well. Okay. So he's back from suspension. I so, probably butchered quite a few names there. but No, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, that's Watford, Watford's fault for having about 300 strikers um, that no one's ever yeah. heard of before this season. Um, speaking of which, uh, Dennis, um, or, or Denise, as my scout cast co-host uh, Andy calls him, Denise um, will be um, uh, presumably fit, ready to go. He's um, looks a good fixture for him. As I'm aware. Yeah, yeah, Josh King. Interesting to take pen, by the way. If, mm. if King's already a good uh, mm. option without penalties, but if... Sars injured mm. and missed the last two. King's got a, I think, scored ten and twelve at Bournemouth, so yeah. could be on ten as well. Yeah, good, good record there. And for Leicester, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen any Leicester news at all. So they played last night um, once did. again. Their midweek side did well. Um, yeah, how are they doing? Yeah, you often often find this with Europa League teams that you don't get injury news um, reliable on a, on a Friday because it's held over from the night before. We do know that Johnny Evans picked up an injury, which might. Um, Encourage you regarding King. Mm. Uh, he is. He should be all right, though. He should be all right. He pulled out of the the warm up with, I think, some tightness in his thigh. So uh, Rogers obviously didn't want to risk him with the, the three games in a week coming up in the league. Mm. Um, so he's seventy five percent flag, but I think will be all right. Uh, not all right is Ricardo Pereira. He's out for a few weeks. Mm. Same with Tiedemans. It's going to be, I think, one or two more weeks for him. So those are the two uh, absentees. For Leicester, we've got James Justin on the cusp of return as well, but he's going to get some, um, I think, under 23 game time. Okay. One to watch there, definitely. Um, mm. Especially as um, you know, festive rotation comes in, perhaps he might suddenly emerge um, in that latter part of December there. Um, and last one, um, just just a team called Manchester City. Uh, they're taking on West Ham. This is quite it's a top of the table clash, um, but quite a few Foden owners, a bit nervous. Um, and yeah, lots of city assets and West Ham assets around. So, what's the latest? It's deja vu from last Friday. So, mm. we've got Ford and 75% flagged with a knock. We're not mm. quite sure exactly what that injury is. But uh, Pep, uh, he missed out midweek, as everyone knows, mm. in, the, in the Champions League against PSG. Pep's been speaking about him this afternoon. He said that both Ford and Grealish are much better. Especially Phil, so he emphasised the fact that Foden was was ahead of Grealish. Okay. I still think Grealish is going to miss out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've only been training individually, and uh, today was a day off as well because of the midweek Champions League game. So they'll only really assess them tomorrow in training, which will probably be too late for the rest of us in terms of FPL. But it's nothing serious, you know. It's it's probably just a late call. Pep did say he wouldn't take any risks. So whether or not he's thinking about last week when he played Foden. But maybe he shouldn't have, mm. and then he came off with a okay. presumed problem. Um, I wonder if he'll not risk him again this weekend because they've got another two games coming up very, very soon in the next week. So um, we'll see. That's just my my instinct. No, I, I think I think if I was a Foden owner, I would. Uh, uh, it, I'd be, if, and I had someone else in mind. I would possibly make that transfer, um, or at least bench him because um, I'm not. I I I don't think he's going to play for this one. Um, but you know the likes of Cancelo. I mean, Cancelo is the main draw really at City at the moment. Nothing, nothing on him. He seems fine. 
Now, last week, I remember talking to Oz and Pep had been talking about Cancelo's recovery mm. powers. Ooh. I think he's one of those, a bit like sort of Sterling and Mahrez, where um, Pep even said, you know, he can play every three days. He's got these quick recovery right. times, which is what you want to hear at this time of year. He won't play every three days. I'm sure he won't. I'm sure there'll be one, at least one benching mm. within December, where Zinchenko plays maybe over Christmas. But I think for the most part, he'll um, yeah. play and the fact that we haven't got a Diaz anymore, you know, we, there isn't really a, a nailed alternative in no. that city defence. Diaz has been benched twice yes. this season. So his, his selling point was that mm. he used safe starter and yeah. he's not anymore. So um, that's the reason I got Cancelo last week and yeah. the reason I'll be getting rid of Diaz this yeah. week. And I think, um, yeah, I think people want to double up. It, it's Edison, really. Cancelo and Edison are probably... Maybe, yeah. Um, if you just want a security of starts, but obviously you don't get those wonderful attacking returns that you can get from City defenders. And West Ham. Um, now, Antonio yes. was um, not even in the squad for midweek, but that was not through injury. That was just his usual midweek rest, I presume. It was indeed, yeah. Good news on that front. Um, he was just rested for again another three game week, and they've got some tight turnarounds coming. If okay. I can point you in the direction of an article I've got on site where it's all about the fixture calendar and and, and uh, West Ham schedule is is the worst over oh. over Christmas. It's there's a, a number of um, recovery periods where they've been okay. dealt a bad hand, starting with thirteen to fifteen. I think it's a Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday okay. turnaround. So it's not great for Antonio, who's got these glass hamstrings. But um, yeah, he. Thankfully, at least he wasn't risked on uh, Thursday. No. He's got uh, he'd had a full week of rest off. Fabianski was also rested, and I think the only injury they've got is um, Ogbonna, who's out long term. Okay. okay, so I mean that does indicate that um, uh, perhaps if some people are thinking of moving Antonio on, um, and they were perhaps benching him in this fixture, um, you might be okay. You might get away with it over December, um, especially with Bowen continuing to be the key mm-hmm. FPL draw in terms of points. I think that's it now. I think we've done we've done all the teams there. Was there anything we've any anyone we've missed out? We missed Burnley. I think we were talking about oh. um their opponents, but I think the fact that there hasn't really been a big clamour for it in the chat which tells you everything. Um Barnes is out with a, a, a torn thigh. Okay. And Rodriguez and Vidra should be alright. They've got muscle tightness, but um, other than that, uh, all good. Okay, so um Cornet, uh, Chris Woods. Um, I think that's probably about it, really, for for, for main fantasy Ooh. interest. Yeah. I forgot to mention, uh, they've got two players suspended, Tarkowski being one of them, ah. and Westwood as well. So that's ah. a decent core of their team. So that boost for Kane, possibly boost for, for Sun. The, yes, uh, that was remiss of us not to mention that, because that could be key, because Spurs, if uh, Conte's attitude to them is, is correct, they're going to need every bit of help they can have. And, yeah. and facing a team without Tarkovsky um, or Westwood yeah. is, is better <laughs> for them. Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, rightio. Okay, well, thanks so much for that. Um, um, thanks so much for all of those who are joining us. More than a thousand of you. Thank you so much there. Um, and uh, if you haven't pressed the like button already, do. But uh, when you're watching the video back, perhaps, and watching mine and Neil's lovely faces um, to discuss the team news again, um, do press like that time as well. Obviously, remember to subscribe. And I understand that Fantasy Football Scout has um, uh, got a bit of a Black Friday Cyber Monday deal at the moment it, am i right in saying it's 20 percent off membership it is indeed yes yeah. we're back to the sort of pre-season price over the over the weekend and then into monday as well so if you were okay. thinking about snapping it up then now's the time to do it because it'll okay. go back to the original price okay fantasyfootballscout.co.uk uh, is on the screen there if you uh, forget that and uh, more details on our social media channels as well um in the meantime neil 
Thanks so much for joining me and good luck with your game week. And you too, Joe. Yeah, thanks everyone for watching. Goodbye.